So who are we? Or what kind of people are we? What characters characterizes ourselves? Or in other words, what does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to be Catholic? This question has been asked uh, from the very beginning. I, I heard that Catholics used to be called fish eaters. Is that right? Because we're the ones that eat fish on the Fridays all throughout the year. So we were known, those are the people that on Friday, they eat fish. And this was, you know, McDonald's kind of gave the wink to that, given the, you know, the fish filet, you know. I think they still do that during Lent. Or were the papists? Well, they follow this, uh, this guy wearing white uh, across the ocean. It's very... Or these are the people that confess their sins to, to another person. How strange is that? How strange is that? Here we said that we are, we are a people uh, marked by certain characteristics. Now, here's the whole thing. Who decides? Who gets to decide what it means to be Catholic, what it means to be Christian, and how we're meant to act in the world? Well, said in another way, we could say, uh, are you able to establish the relationship with Christ yourself by yourself? Let's say, are you able to set the parameters? I'm going to decide what it means to be Catholic. And for me, being Catholic means going to Mass every week, Friday morning at 7. Not on Sunday, because I make the rules. Why should I? Why, 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 why Sunday? What's wrong with Friday morning at 7, like you good folk here today? Couldn't this fulfill the obligation? But here's the whole thing. Who does get to decide? It's either you or, let's say, it's God. Because who could establish the relationship with the infinite? And here's Christianity itself. Here's God who comes down to show us the way. We don't have to invent it. In fact, we can't invent it. This is why we can say that, strictly speaking, Christianity is not a religion. If religion is humanity's creativity in establishing the relationship with the divine according to one's imagination, cultural background, etc., uh, etc. Et God is the one who establishes the relationship with us. And therefore, everything about the way we do, which is why the church can decide that uh, you don't have to eat uh, fish uh, every Friday. The church can decide how to live that discipline. The church can decide which days are the holy days. The church can decide this whole thing. Here we see this happening in the very first reading. Now, it's, it's, a, it's quite interesting. It's the apostles with the presbyters in unity with the whole church making this decision. Because now we see there's this whole group of Gentiles becoming Christian. And they're being told by these uh, Jewish Christians that to be Christian, you have to follow the old law. This is very controversial. Very controversial in the, in the old church. Today, we don't think about it very much. But there, it's like, well, how does one be Christian? Do you have to follow the old law? Well, here's this judgment. You don't. But, okay, well, don't eat blood, you know, uh, and meat from strangled animals and unlawful marriage. So, all right, Earl, here are the parameters. And here becomes the joy of the teaching of the church. Here becomes the joy of the dogmas. Because the dogma and the teaching is what allows you to be free. So that's like, okay, now I know where the parameters are, and now I can be myself. So now that I know the church says this, even if you want to talk about the precepts of the church, here are the precepts. Here's this minimum amount of effort that I need to be making in order to, 
to, to be serious about my relationship with God. And then you can be Christian in a new way. And then Christ is able to speak to you and move in your life and make himself present in the world in a way that's never been seen before in the whole history. Like we see in the genius of St. Therese of Lisieux, uh, the child of Jesus, uh, the little flower, where she says, I want to be a great saint, but I, could, I can't be a saint like these other saints. So I'm going to embrace the way God has made me, a little one, a little flower. And embracing her littleness and taking her life seriously, she shows us a new way of being a saint and becomes one of the greatest saints of our history. Now, I would say one of the marks, maybe the most important mark of if we know we're following the church and what she's asking us and we're living the Christian life is when we see the response of these Gentiles in the first letter. The response when they hear that letter read aloud, they were full of joy. They responded with joy. Thank God this is the judgment that comes from the church. So that the moment we start to see what the church tells us as a burden, we have to step back. What, how, how did we start? How did we get here? Who are we? What is my relationship with Christ? Because as we, as we read in the gospel today, uh, no greater love has a man than to lay down his life for another. Because Christ came to give himself to us, to call us friends, so that we would enter into his joy. So that belonging to the church is not a burden but it's truly a, a possibility of falling of path of being God's children and experiencing the freedom of the children of God.